you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. We got a fun episode for you today. Matt Okada is going to stop by with his top waiver wire targets for the week. But first, we're taking some of your questions with the fantasy playoffs upon us. Let's get to some of your questions that uh, you sent to us uh, at NFL Fantasy on Twitter in the first one. Comes from Sean, who asks, do I start Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson next week? Two top quarterbacks who are facing each other going against very good defenses. What do you do here? That is the final game of the week, too, next week on Christmas night. Um, Ask me again later in the week, but as of right now, I'm leaning Lamar because two tough defenses. Lamar gives you points with his legs, but I... Can anyone slow down that 49ers off? Uh, I'll probably go Purdy, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm going to go Purdy. He's not going to run, obviously, yeah. as much as Lamar. But the way he's spreading the ball out, uh, I think, yeah. four, four touchdown passes, so many weapons there. Uh, I think top to bottom, the Niner offense is more stacked than the Ravens. So I'm going to go with Brock Purdy there. Uh, our next one comes from Coach Tony, who asks Justin Fields against the Cardinals or Jordan Love against the Panthers next week. I'm going to go with Justin Fields there. Not only will Fields get it done on the ground, uh, he'll also throw the ball. The Cardinals defense is very, very porous right now. But Jordan Love, I I think the Packers could run on the Panthers in this one. I do think the Packers can run. I actually like Aaron Jones a lot for the Packers, which maybe means not so much Jordan Love. I'm going Justin Fields all the way against Arizona. Uh, Next one from Seth wants to know Baker, who we just talked about, or Kyler versus the Bears this week. Is it crazy to say Baker? Because the Bears defense deserves credit. They have been playing awesome the last six, seven weeks. And so of the two Oklahoma quarterbacks here, I might go with the first one that won the Heisman. Yeah, I think I'm going Baker Mayfield against the Jaguars. I like him as a sleeper this week. I was worried about Joe Flacco against the Bears. He actually had 374 yards uh, and a couple touchdowns, but he also threw three picks. So uh, I like Baker more. This one from Jason is Devin Singletary startable now. 
It looks that way. It's been back and forth with this backfield, but he dominated volume yesterday. Damian Pierce is a waiver wire guy now. Uh, Singletary, there's always a little volatility because what if the, the goal line carry goes to Pierce? But I think you could start him. Uh, yeah, I guess you could start him in deeper leagues. I'm not excited about it because he could very go back, very well go back to giving you like 40 yards next week or something like that. So we'll see. But for now, he's startable. Uh, last one from Clark. What should I do about Austin Eckler? Clark, you might be the last Austin Eckler manager still standing. You really might be. <laughs> um, I I still think you start him. Like the Bills, I know they just shut down the Cowboys and stuff. It'll be a road game. They they are very banged up on defense and they struggle against pass catching backs. I was surprised Tony Pollard wasn't thrown two more yesterday. Yeah, I think you still roll with him. Um, but I get it, man. It's bleak. It's scary. And the fact that you survived this long, uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> with Austin Edgar, considering how little he gave you, especially how little he gave you on Thursday night. Let's get some of the top waiver wire targets for the week. Our pal Matt Okada's put together his list for week 16. Starting at quarterback Jake Browning, who has been red hot going against the Steelers. Then you got Joe Flacco. He of the 374 passing yards this past week, taking on the Houston Texans. Baker Mayfield, who we've spoken about a lot on this show today. He's got the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew heading down to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. And Jacoby Brissett, uh, likely going to be Sam Howell starting, but just in case, Brissett could be a nice pickup going against the Jetropolitans. Meanwhile, some running back targets. Ty Chandler, who looked very good this weekend, uh, going against the Lions. Amir White, at least as an insurance play, if J- uh, Josh Jacobs can come back. They're facing the Chiefs. Tajay Spears going against the bad Seahawks run defense. Rico Dowdle uh, on to Miami is a nice handcuff to Tony Pollard. Chase Brown getting a lot more opportunities for the Bengals going against the Steelers. Trey Sermon, a nice add, especially if Zach Moss can't go this week against the Falcons. Rashawn Johnson and what's become a three-headed backfield in Chicago. Then a pair of commanders with Antonio Gibson and Chris Rodriguez. Finally, we got some pass catchers for you. Josh Palmer had the one big play against the Raiders. That's all it took to have a good fantasy day. He's got the Bills this week. Noah Brown, who's been playing some good football, is taking on the Cleveland Browns. Curtis Samuel had a touchdown on Sunday for the Commanders. He's got the Jets this week. Demarcus Robinson has been a touchdown machine lately, taking on the Saints. That is a Thursday night game. And then a couple of tight ends, Hunter Henry against the Broncos and Isaiah Likely against the 49ers. So joining us now, as always, about this time, it's Matt Okada. You can uh, check him out on Twitter at Matt Okada. You can also check out his waiver wire column at NFL.com slash waiver wire. So here we are. Uh, It is week two. I I woke up this morning, Matt, thinking to myself, like, I'm old enough to remember when this would have been championship week. But we still got one more week to go uh, because uh, week 18 is still on the horizon. But uh, let's talk some quarterbacks because... We talk about revenge games a lot, and maybe we don't always use the term correctly, but Jake Browning against the Vikings was legitimately a revenge game. I mean, afterwards, he was like, you shouldn't have bleeping cut me. Uh, (laughs) Dude's been on fire at this point. He seems like a really good streaming option for people. Yeah, he he was letting them know after that (laughs) win. Uh, Listen, we can all pretend that Jake Browning isn't playing better football than Joe Burrow was in an injury-marred season, but... We'd be pretending because he's playing better football than almost everybody in the NFL. As a starter, he is averaging 295 yards per game with a 76% completion rate, 9.1 yards per attempt, and a 109 passer rating. Those numbers would rank first, first, second, and second, each of those behind only Brock Purdy, among all qualified quarterbacks on the season. And even with just 12 fantasy points in his debut start, 
Browning has averaged 20.3 per game as the starter over this past month. Listen, the other shoe could eventually drop, but I see no evidence that it will. He has great pass catchers. He's got a great offense. And I think we have to consider him a legitimate starter until something changes, which I don't necessarily see happening. By the way, the Steelers defense he gets next week, they just allowed 20.9 fantasy points to Bailey Zappi and 20.6 to Gardner Minshew. So it feels like Browning is more or less guaranteed for a 20-burger this Saturday. Speaking of 20-burgers on Saturdays, Ty Chandler. And he's not available in a lot of my leagues because he was in my starting lineup last week. But uh, Okada, should people be rushing to pick him up? And do you think he could take the job away from Alexander Madison? Yeah, it's an interesting one with Ty Chandler, only rostered in 28% of NFL.com leagues. And that's because we didn't really know what to expect in his starting debut with Alexander Madison out after the team tried their darndest to avoid that reality all season. I have no idea why they did, because he took 26 touches for 157 yards, a goal line touchdown, and 25 fantasy points. He was efficient and explosive, which are two words rarely used of Alexander Madison this season. And it was all against what has been a solid defensive front. Next week, they get the Lions, who are even tougher against running backs, and we don't know whether Madison returns. But to your point, I think Chandler is a must-add anyway. And I think there is a non-zero chance that if Kevin O'Connell and company are watching the same tape I am, Chandler just keeps the starting job moving forward because he has looked better than Madison frequently. I think he will be in line for 20 plus touches if Madison does sit, which makes him a locked and loaded start. If Madison's back, it becomes a little bit more of a fringe flex play. Watch the news from beat reporters. The Vikings have been telling us that they don't want Alexander Madison to be the guy. I mean, that's why they added Cam Akers. Unfortunately, that didn't work out. Ty Chandler gives them another excuse to sort of move Madison out of that role. Time to take a quick break. Stick around. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Chase Brown. Uh, it, it's been fun if you have Chase Brown, I guess. Not so much if you have Joe Mixon because he's stealing work and looking really good doing so. But how do you feel about the Bengals running back? Yeah, I have mixed feelings. The Chase Brown is simultaneously one of the most exciting and most frustrating options in fantasy right now. Very much a la Keaton Mitchell. Hope he gets better. And Devon Chan this year in that he has consistently shown he could have an elite RB1 ceiling with a full workload because of how electric he is, but he's instead playing change of pace to a, quote, reliable early down, quote, plotter. I use those two terms loosely because Joe Mixon, Gus Edwards, and Raheem Mostert have all been quite solid in their own. But 
The tough part with Brown is that I don't necessarily expect his role to change that much from what we've seen these past couple weeks, which have been growing. So that's nice. But the Bengals have had great success with this split. This past Saturday, he had 10 touches to Mixon's 13 in that overtime win. He's averaging 6.6 yards per touch, which makes it a lot easier to deal with that low volume count. And he's always a threat to break a huge touchdown. I think his explosiveness makes him a viable flex play, regardless of the workload concerns. And for one more week, at least, he holds massive handcuff value should anything happen to Mixon. You're still starting Mixon, by the way, but I think Chase Brown is in play if you are, if you came with a zero RB strat and made it to the semifinals, if you've lost a guy recently, you could definitely do worse than Chase Brown. Meanwhile, in Los Angeles, uh, it's it's all over but the crying for the Chargers this year. But Josh Palmer came back, caught a long touchdown, and I think we're just we're chasing chasing the upside there uh, with Easton Stick at quarterback. Yeah, we are. It would be a lot nicer if we had Justin Herbert. But look, in what was otherwise one of the ugliest performances we've ever seen by an NFL football team. Joshua Palmer still stepped up big for fantasy managers on Thursday night football with Keenan Allen out. He led the team with 113 yards and that long touchdown. You mentioned only four catches, which also came on only four targets, which is kind of baffling considering the game state for this entire game, as we've all seen. Uh, But I guess wasn't what wasn't baffling about L.A. in that game. Listen. In four games that Palmer has played 70 plus percent of the snaps this year, he's averaged 6.5 targets and 96 receiving yards per game. And in the last two such games, including this past Thursday, he topped 110 yards and 18 fantasy points in both. I'd expect a whole lot more of that recipe against the Bills on Saturday, even with Keenan Allen likely back on the field. And with any luck, the Bolts will get that kind of scientifically proven new coach bump thing that happens for very little explicable reason, except that people are really tired of the old guy. In this case, Brandon Staley, who was finally fired. Maybe we get a little fun from the Chargers and Easton Stick, Joshua Palmer, this coming weekend. I think he's a locked and loaded flex play and has wide receiver two upside. Speaking of upside, it didn't matter that no C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, all of that. Noah Brown went off this week. C.J. Stroud could potentially be back. Nico Collins, we have to monitor. But, Okada, it's a tough matchup against the Browns. Uh, Do you think we could not only pick up Noah Brown? Should he be started this week? Yeah, it's going to be close. What we've learned over the course of this year is that the Texans wide receiver one position might be one of the most lucrative in fantasy. And we saw that this past Sunday with what you just described, Noah Brown's uh, blow up game. It's been Tank Dell earlier in the year. It's been Nico Collins with Tank out. You're seemingly guaranteed to get a top 10 wideout on the week from Houston's go to guy. For Brown, it was 22 fantasy points on eight catches for 82 yards and a score on 11 targets. And all of that was from Case Keenum rather than CJ Stroud. Now, Nico Collins participated in a pregame workout on Sunday, and he seemed to be almost good to go. So I would expect he's back atop the depth chart this next week against the Browns. But I'd also lean towards the likelihood that Stroud clears concussion protocol ahead of that contest (laughs) and is back. And he elevates the number two spot massively, and I believe does keep Noah Brown in the starter conversation, even in a tougher matchup. I think he's a flex play for sure. And... If you make it through the semis, whether Brown is in your lineup or not, they get the Titans in the fantasy championship who are much softer against wideouts. And I think Brown becomes a league winning proposition there. Yeah, I mean, I know we were sort of worried about Case Keenum, but I mean, we weren't starting Case Keenum. We just needed him to throw the ball downfield. And that's exactly what he did. And Noah Brown was the recipient of that. 
Uh, last one is Isaiah Likely. I mean, we we loved him once Mark Andrews went down. I mean, there are people that were on him as a sleeper even before Andrews got hurt. Uh, I would say, like, worry about the matchup, but I guess the volume sort of outweighs the matchup against the 49ers next week. I think it does. It's really the biggest key with tight ends, especially streamer or waiver wire tight ends. And I, and I think we have been begging you to add Isaiah Likely since Andrews went down with that season-ending injury. Somehow he's still just 25% rostered in NFL.com leagues. I don't understand. This is nonsense, silly goose behavior. So make things easy. <laughs> Here's the list of guys you're definitely not benching for likely in week 16. Travis Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson, Sam Laporta, and Trey McBride. Those are the elite. Doesn't matter the matchup. You're putting them out there. I think that's it as far as definitely not ahead of likely. The next group of guys are kind of, I think, in a tier with likely. That's your Evan Ingrams, George Kittles, Jake Ferguson's, Dalton Kincaid's. And I think there's a decent argument to be made that likely should be started around or ahead of many of those names. He had six targets, five catches, 70 yards on Sunday Night Football, all led the Ravens. He's had 18 plus fantasy points in consecutive weeks. I think he's Lamar Jackson, the most reliable target right now. If you don't have one of those elite four, you should add likely and consider him as your starter. And if you stream your way to the semis, I think he's absolutely your best bet, even in a tough matchup. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying this for a while. Pick up Isaiah Likely. Why people haven't listened, I do not know. But for those of you who did, congratulations. Uh, anyway, uh, Matt Okada, you can go check him out at Twitter, at Matt Okada. You also go check out the waiver wire column, NFL.com slash waiver wire. Matt, appreciate you, sir. All right. There you go. Matt Okada with his waiver wire stuff. For those of you still playing, definitely go check out the waiver wire. Check out the article and then go pick up some guys, too. That is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. Tomorrow, we're previewing the first chunk of the Week 16 slate of games. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, if you think air is free, try buying a bag of chips. Be safe, take care of yourselves, and we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. 
Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.